0: This is explicit content. There is talk of murder. There is trigger warnings for child death. And so please be aware if you continue on to this podcast, on to this episode, it is a true crime episode. Hey, this is Sydney. Hey, this is Chloe. And this is Katrina. And this is Murder Obsessed. So today I'm going to take you into the dark and twisted mind of John Wayne Gacy. Born in Chicago to Irish parents on March 17, 1942, Gacy had one older sister and later one younger sister. While Gacy had mostly a normal childhood, he could do nothing to please his father. His father abused him and accused him of being a sissy. Okay.
1: Me too, John. Me too. (laughs) (laughs)
0: despite the bullying Gacy looked up to his father with something like hero worship Gacy was a sickly child and at the age 11 he was hit on the head with a swing um so was Richard Ramirez wasn't he
1: um yeah he was a swing guy right
0: yep yep so um Gacy was also what are you
1: guys doing just like I know kids have accidents, but are you guys just like lining the kids up at the playground and just whap right in the face? Yeah, with them? I mean,
0: like it, like, it seems. Why so no many? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. So um, for the next five years, he suffered blackouts, and the condition was left undiagnosed, and um, it was undiagnosed until he was 16. They discovered that a blood clot had formed, and they had to dissolve it. A year later, he was hospitalized for a heart ailment. So at 17, he's in the hospital for a heart ailment. I don't know. Also, I'd like to know what these swings are made of, like solid titanium. For real. Like, because they're causing some major damage.
1: I'm just, I'm not even wondering about that now. I'm thinking like it's just a regular old plastic wooden swing or something. My kids definitely are going to grow up to be serial killers. Same. <laughs> Same. Because they've definitely been whacked with the swing, um,
0: yeah. So they never figured out what was the cause of his heart ailment, but they said that it gave him pain throughout his life. So, um, Gacy was very conscientious, conscientious, conscientious. That's a nice word, and hardworking. He had several after-school jobs. He did drop out of school his senior year. And he, he left Chicago for Las Vegas. He was thinking that there was going to be well-paying jobs and he was just going to, you know, live rich. Well, apparently there was not. And he became a janitor at a funeral home. Now, I was watching um, a Bailey Sarian episode on John Wayne Gacy. And she, she said, <laughs> I know, she said that he would crawl in the caskets and sleep with the dead body oh so yeah
1: See, that's not where i thought you were going with that i thought you were just going to say he called in the caskets and slept and i was like sign me up
0: yeah i would also <laughs> just you know sleep in a casket because there's no com- one would bother
1: you no and they're like
0: super comfortable for dead people i mean like i don't know why they make them so comfortable if a body's just gonna decompose in it but i, I mean i do real. you, you love your family and you you know you want the best for them, even in the afterlife. But anyway, so she said that, she, and I believe her because she's probably a lot better at research than I am.
1: She knows her crap.
0: She does. So she told me that, and I was like, dang, girl, I'm, I'm adding that to my podcast. But apparently he wanted to go home. So apparently sleeping with the dead bodies wasn't enough. This disaster did ta- teach Gacy the value of an education, and he enrolled in a business class college where he realized that he was quite adept at sales and before long he was a manager of a men's clothing store in springfield illinois here he became active in a number of civil organizations including jc's which is junior chamber of converse who named him man of the year
2: Hmm. yeah
0: in September 1964, he married a co-worker named Marilyn Myers, and the couple moved to Water, Waterloo, Iowa. Here, Gacy was a manager of three KFCs that his father-in-law owned. Gacy and Marilyn had two children. On the surface, he seemed to be a pillar of the community, but there were rumors, um, and they were starting to circulate. Rumors that said that he was making sexual advances to his younger employee. May 1868, he was arrested after he raped one of his workers, oh. a 16-year-old Mark Miller. The teenager said that a year prior, he was visiting Gacy, where he had been tied up and sodomized. Gacy's defense was that members of the JC were framing him and that the sexual encounter had been consensual. While waiting for his case to come to trial, Gacy hired a man named Dwight Anderson to beat up Miller. Now, Miller was the person accusing him of rape. That doesn't make him look suspicious. Yeah. So he um, hired this guy named Dwight to beat up this kid. Now, remember, this kid is um, 16 years old. But... Fortunately, um, Okay, so Anderson took Miller to a wooded area and sprayed him with mace. Miller, mm-hmm. fortunately, was able to escape after breaking Anderson's nose. Ooh. Miller later identified Anderson as his assailant, who sang like a canary. Are you into fun, unique, and expressive earrings? Listen, I am utterly obsessed with this shop every time i look on their etsy shop there's something new they not only have holiday themed earrings but they also have lgbtq witchy career themed vintage and so much more go check out their shop locally owned by maris who is one cool chick they are on etsy as anomaly eight designs go check out their shop because you won't regret it Like a canary and he said gacy paid him three hundred and ten dollars to beat up miller gacy pleaded guilty and was sentenced to 10 years in prison did he so, plead guilty
1: to the to the sexual like the rape or just I,
0: I think so i think he pled guilty to everything diet
1: and gacy's wife
0: divorced him and he never saw his wife and kids again gacy's father also dialed what died while he was in prison disappointed as ever in his son. Gacy was a model prisoner, so they decided on June
2: 18th, one moment please. So like I said,
0: Gacy was a model prisoner, and so they decided that on June 18th, 1970, to release Gacy from prison after serving 18 months of his 10 year sentence
1: 18 months for raping a child that sounds yeah. about right
0: yeah he literally had always, 10 years and they're like oh no you're a really good person we're gonna let you go like they always weasel out yep yeah that's it like they, these people always somehow manage like eileen wilson like the amount of times that she got arrested and just got like let go like I, i don't know but yeah, so after 18 months of his 10-year sentence, he was released. He moved home with his mom and quickly worked to establish, establish himself in the community. He was no longer under parole by autumn, so like less than a year, he was or not even a year. June 18th, he was released, and by autumn, so he spent summer on parole, being released like almost nine years early from prison. I don't know. I don't know ridiculous yeah and no one in his new community knew about his dark past so he had a lot of friends
1: of course
0: some may have believed gacy to be reformed but early 1972 gacy was charged with disorderly conduct after having forced a boy at a bus terminal into sexual acts now remember he's not on parole anymore so it's not like they can like Send him back because he broke parole. He's off parole, and there's like, like a crazy. whole new charge. Yeah, he's and it's like two years later, but the case was dismissed when the accuser failed to show in court. On June first, nineteen seventy-two, Gacy remarried. His new wife's name was Carol Hoff. She was a divorcee with two daughters. They had so I, into-
1: I got a question. Okay, and I'm not. I'm not being a douchebag. But why does he keep marrying women when it's it's pretty clear that he seems to have an interest in men? I
0: think I think most of that is that it's the 70s and um, it's just it not socially excessive. Yeah. It's not socially acceptable at all. Like not yet? yeah, I, I think so. I think that he's doing this um, to create this false premises of like a perfect life. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But it hold on, it gets there. She was a divorcee with two daughters, and they had and they they had known each other since high school. Carol knew all about Gacy's run in with the law. So she knew about all of the things that he had done. Um, but she believed, however, that he was reformed, that he oh. was better. And they had a very active social life. Together, they hosted and organized street parties. It was said One was attended by over 300 people. They toured children's wards and hospitals with Gacy dressed as as a clown costume, um, a clown costume of his own design. Mm. And in In 1974, (laughs) Gacy established a painting and decorating business. His employees were mostly teenage boys, particularly fair-haired and well-built boys. Rumors started almost immediately when Carol found gay porn in their house. Casey nonchalantly explained that he simply preferred adolescent boys to adult women. So he knew what he wanted. He knew, he knew that he felt this way. Well,
1: I feel like that takes it one step further. That's not like that to me. Um, and of course, this is a discussion for another time, but being gay and being into pedophilia
2: Oh yeah. Are <laughs> completely
1: different. Like um, whatever um whatever sexual orientation you think you are, because I know I've heard some things about people talking like, you know, that they're attracted to younger people. Yeah, that's no, that's not a sexual orientation. That's a pedophile.
0: Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> exactly. So he pretty much told his wife, I'm a pedophile and I don't like women. I don't like adult women. Hmm. So um, but they were divorced in March of 1976. Despite his past crimes, Gacy began volunteering for community projects. He slowly rose to the ranks of the local Democratic Party, their local offices, and as a member of the community. So once again, he's building up himself in this community. Despite rumors, despite his past, he's And like rumors are still flying around, like he's not stopping. Everything came out of the woodwork with the disappearance of fifteen-year-old Robert Peace on December twelfth, nineteen seventy-eight. Peace emerged from the pharmacy where he had a part-time job. He told his mother, who had come to pick him up, that he had to speak with a contractor who was looking to hire him. He never returned. When his mother couldn't find him, she called the police and told them the name of the contractor, and hours later, the police were knocking at Gacy's door. Gacy told police he had to make funeral arrangements for a recent death in the family, and would later come down to the police station to make a statement, saying he had no clue what had happened to Pete. So, police were like, oh, okay, see, see you later. Oh, yes. Yeah. Right. Bye. But they did do a background check and realized that Gacy had been convicted of sodomy with a minor and they were able to get a search warrant because of this for Gacy's property. Hundreds of items were removed from Gacy's home and three vehicles there. uh, And there were three vehicles there full of evidence as well. There were items belonging to Peace and several other missing boys. Oh, I know. An excavation of the crawl space under Gacy's house revealed the remains of 27 boys and young men.
1: Gacy, that escalated quickly. Like I thought you were going to be like, you know, into one and then maybe a few more, like we went to, from one to 27.
0: Yeah. So this whole time when like rumors are flying and all of this, he's been killing. Gacy later said that the crawl space was so crowded that he was forced to dispose of some of his victims' bodies and the, the Des Plains River.
2: He didn't want to get rid of them. He wanted to keep them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But he was running Gross. out of space. So um, Gacy knew what was found at his residence. So on December 22nd, Gacy confessed to killing at least 30 people. And it was obvious during his confession that he had honestly lost count. The first murder had occurred in January 1972, 18 months after he had been released from prison. Yeah. Two years later, in 1974, he killed again. After Gacy's separation from his second wife, the killings became more frequent. In most cases, Gacy admitted he would invite boys and young men into his home where he would offer to show them a magic trick. Because remember, he does the clown get up. Now, um, also remember, he's a pillar of the community. So everyone knows him. Um, he's the man that goes see six ki- sick kids in the hospital and cheers them up as a clown. He's a dude having block parties. And so most people would see him and recognize him and trust him. Most boys wouldn't be scared to go into the house with him. But Gacy's act was to lure the young boys to his home under the pretense of seeing a magic trick using false handcuffs, which were part of his actual clown act. But the handcuffs were real. And after he handcuffed the poor child, he would chloroform them and rape them. Uh, so my question is, where where do you just get chloroform? Like is, is, is that not, like, is that easy to get a hold of? Because lots of serial killers have chloroform like at their disposal like
1: I have no idea honestly.
0: i don't know there's bite on ebay granted this is <laughs> you know 2022 <laughs> and now that was the 70s so maybe it was a lot easier to get a hold of this stuff then i don't know but after many hours of torture death would come through either strangulation or asphyxiation most victims were teenage runaways or young male prostitutes, but he would also, um, recklessly prey on boys he'd hire through his construction company. I think what he would do is if he couldn't get a runaway or a young prostitute, then he would get desperate and use his own company as, uh,
2: uh, what? I was in, uh, like he would lure them in. Yeah. With the job or whatever. Yeah. yeah, Which was reckless
0: because it could really easily be tied back to him, but I think that he did that when he couldn't get it
2: elsewhere. He was
0: def- desperate. Yeah, when he got desperate. He had at least four people go missing under his employment, but no inquiry inquiry was ever made about that <laughs> until now. Like, of
2: kids? Like,
0: their parents didn't ever say anything? I, I don't know. I... They might have been young men, you know, like young enough that they kind of go do their own thing, young enough um, that, you know, like their parents are like they're adults. I don't, know.
1: I don't know. Yeah. I'm an adult and I still talk to my mom like pretty much every day.
0: Yeah. If it's not my mom, it's some family member. Like someone's going to call and be like, yeah. I can't get a hold of her. So, yeah. I don't know maybe he played him off maybe he said oh they went to go work and you know so and so or whatever i don't know okay but some court some corpses were so badly decomposed that they could not be identified and oh. they did concur that his youngest victim was less than 10 years old oh my god Aww. yeah like a little kid like a baby Nine unidentified corpses were buried under separate headstones bearing the words, we are remembered. So nine of them, they literally, they couldn't identify them because they were so gone. But not all of Gacy's victims were murdered, however. Some, he would brutally rape and sodomize using tools such as an eight-inch wooden dildo which was eventually found by police and crusted with blood and feces up more than half of its length.
2: Oh my gosh.
0: If all of this was going down in Gacy's home, how did neighbors not hear them scream? Like that was one of my questions as I I was doing this research. Like he, I mean, like he, I'm imagining him living in like a suburban area because, you know, he's having block parties and street parties how well, is, is no all of this
1: man... <clears throat> is all of it happening while they're like chloroformed
0: oh yeah i forgot that he did chloroform them
1: i mean i don't i don't know just like i mean if they're passed out maybe they wouldn't be. you know they wouldn't be making any noise so. that is true
0: that's true i forgot about the chloroform one of the more fortunate victims of gacy was jeffrey Ringel. gacy enticed ringall into his car with the promise of marijuana and not long after they began to share their first joint, Ringall had chloroform, had a chloroform douse cloth shoved into his face and he lost consciousness. He was in and out of consciousness until he awoke in Gacy's home. By the time he woke up, Gacy was naked, showing him a number of sexual toys he had. During the next several hours, Ringall was sodomized, tortured, and drugged. He woke up the next morning, fully clothed, in Chicago, in Chicago, Lincoln Park. He spent the next six days in the hospital. Aww. Another victim told police he was raped, urinated on, dumped repeatedly in a bathtub, and forced to play Russian roulette. The police had believed Ringall, but told him that they probably wouldn't be able to find his assailant. But this other victim was not believed at all. Gacy's trial began on February 6, 1980, and Gacy then attempted to withdraw his confession and plea not guilty by reasons of insanity. As if to support this claim, he joked with a jury saying that he was guilty of nothing more than running a cemetery without a license. That's just gross. That is. Like, he's literally just making fun of killing these poor children. I know. He also claimed to have multiple personality disorder and said that his alter ego, named Jack, was actually responsible for the murders. Okay. On March 13, 1980, Gacy was convicted of 33 murders and sentenced to death. As he waited through his 14 years of appeals, Gary took up oil painting. His favorite subject was portraits of clowns, which he painted and sold at great profit. Eye roll. Like.
2: Well, they couldn't make money in jail.
0: No, the, um, the law is you can't make money off of your crimes. So oh. like a lot of people would try to like write books about, you know, what they did and like make money off the book profits and things like that. But um, he's not making profits off his crimes. He's just using his notoriety to sell art.
2: Oh,
0: apparently there are people who like. I know that we're obviously fascinated with serial killers because I mean we're obviously like we're doing a true crime podcast. But I don't think that I would ever want like a painting in my house that a serial killer painted.
2: Yeah, that might be just a tad too far.
0: Yeah, I just, I feel like that's another level and I'm just not at that level. But at uh, a, at
1: a, It's yuck. I know,
0: I know. At a 1994 exhibition at the Tattoo Gallery in Beverly Hills, California. I might have said that wrong. It's T-A-T-O-U. Gacy's that's portrait you know. sold for as much as twenty
2: thousand dollars oh my gosh
0: yeah i just don't feel like
1: it not only is this guy a serial killer but he's painting clowns what's wrong with you people that you want pictures of clowns hanging in your house like what form of decor does that fall under
0: and not only want it but like pay twenty thousand dollars right no and to like support him (laughs) i don't know but i did read in the new Yorker that for years he refused to talk, interview with anyone. Um, apparently Oprah Winfrey, Oprah Winfrey sent a handwritten letter requesting an interview, as did Truman Capote.
2: Oprah, get up out of here. Yeah,
0: um, but Gacy did speak with a Chicago reporter, but refused all others. He states, this is mainly because the press have painted him as a monster, and that the bulk of what had been written about him is theory and fantasy in his words. Oh, okay. But he has answered about 27,000 letters, and he regularly talks on the phone with people. So he won't do, like, interviews and stuff. He wouldn't do, like, interviews and stuff because they had painted him as a monster, but he would, like, write to people and, like, talk to people on the phone because there are people... To do that hmm. um, he was executed on May 10th 1994 at Statesville Penitentiary in Illinois now I read this in a book but Bailey Sarian said that she is not sure if it's real or not because you know people like to add their own conjecture to things so take this with a grain of salt but it is said that his last words were kiss my ass <laughs> His death oh, yeah. by yeah. His death by lethal injection was botched. As the ex- execution began, the chemicals solidified and the IV tube that led into the condemned man's arm had to be replaced. As he died, Gacy struggled against his bonds. The entire procedure took 18 minutes. Oh, four times longer than normal. So he Samuel- suffered. Uh, yeah I was gonna say maybe a little poetic justice there um you know not gonna I don't know I I was excited to do this one just because I love doing famous ones just because there's so much out there so you get to kind of like take and pick and piece together the way you want to do your story about them yeah um, like there is it's kind of like Richard Ramirez. Like there's so much out there about them that you get to kind of take what you want and create this. Um, but I do love doing lesser known stories because they also deserve to have their their stories told. But yeah, so that's John Wayne Gacy. Um, he was insane. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, like I... It irritates me that he only did, like, 10% of his first sentencing.
2: And And then he kept him there, like, none of that would have happened?
0: Yeah. Like, so many of the murders were done during that time period that he was supposed to be in jail.
2: But. That's, like, they were probably overcrowded or something, and they were just like, yeah, this guy hasn't done anything bad in a while, let's let him go. I can um, see that oh prison overcrowding
0: <laughs> we need to talk about that on our other podcast because I have so much to say about that so much to
1: say about that
0: because it's like yeah let's let's keep our marijuana scenes in here in prison where they belong oh, they rot and
1: die yeah yeah
0: but let's let out the rapist who hired someone yeah. to beat up a 16 year old kid he, he definitely is free to go because he was nice in prison you know where he had no other option. But like I said, yeah, that's our other podcast that we're going to talk about. Um, But he did seem to, to squirt by and get away. And I mean, he was able to kill like 33 kids and, you yeah. know, like young men and not only kill them, but like brutally torture them. Like he's not not like only a pedophile, but like cray cray. a monster like to not only torture and rape these young boys and men but to like kill them uh, I don't know he he's really gross and I would not ever want to have one of his paintings hanging in my house where I could look at and think about all those oh no Yeah, yeah that's what I would think about is those poor innocent victims that were runaways or you know just trying to make it in life trying to get a job trying to like work and he's luring them in because he's created this false pretense of who he is to the community and able to like restart his past like i don't know how his ex-wife did not blast him because buddy when i left that man telling me that he preferred young adolescent men to adult women
2: Oh well, and she gosh. even knew what happened, like, why he went to jail and still married him. Mm-hmm. Like, she believed he was reformed. It's like, no, doesn't matter if you're reformed. You still did it.
0: Like, he was not reformed Dang. in 18 months of prison. Like, yeah. he was sentenced to 10 years. He did not reform in 18 months.
2: Yeah, okay. but like, yeah I know. It's, it's just, it gets me riled up. I'm like, I- how can you, like, expose your children to that? yeah that's what I'm thinking
1: like even if you thought that they were reformed you're gonna bring someone like that into your house when you have children yeah I don't I
0: don't know but yeah so that's the story of John Wayne Gacy and join us next week when Chloe is going to tell us about who
2: uh gary Ridgway, the green river killer oh yeah this is a good one this is gonna be a good story well, i'm just kind of sure i'm gonna have to do some more research but like he had a lot of victims so i can't really go over all of them But so i'm gonna go into
1: <laughs> don't try to do that
2: He has like seventy-one one <laughs> suspected victim so Ooh, oh my lord <laughs> gonna be exciting hi ciao well
0: all right well this is Katrina.
1: This is Sydney. And
0: this is Chloe. And this has been Murder Obsessed. Stay listening. Stay Murder Obsessed. But don't be
2: obsessed with murdering like John Wayne Gacy and just be weird. Bye.